So obviously, this is our first Wednesday of the new year, 2024. Um, did everybody have a good New Year's? Everybody was good? Everybody was Gucci with it? Um, <laughs> I did not do that. Um, so so uh, usually in the beginning of every single year since I've been a youth pastor, I've been trying to do at least one scripture, a passage that would speak to us as a youth group and each year I've had a scripture. And this year, this is more of a passage than just a scripture. And this one, we uh, so a lot of us know this one. This is in Matthew. This is chapter 22. I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to explain why this is so important. Verse 36, it says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? This is a Pharisee talking to Peter, uh, Jesus. Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all of the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So Jesus is referencing only two main commandments that are extremely important. The first one is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And to love your neighbor as yourself. In a nutshell, he's saying, love God, love people. A lot of us have created rules, regulations. We've created things for ourselves to make us feel shame. To the point where we're like, am I really a believer? Am I really a Christian? Because of all these things I'm doing wrong. Really, all you need to do is to love God and love people. To love the Lord your God, which means you surrender your life to him. To love God is to follow what his word says. The Bible says in Psalms, David said, how can a person stay pure by obeying your word? Being pure and loving Christ is to the fact that you are obeying his word, that you are listening to the commandments of Jesus. Not just, not just the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about everything Jesus has spoken and told us to do. That's our mission is to love God and love people. When he says love people, it's a lot deeper than just loving a relative. Loving people is a lot deeper than just loving someone that is convenient to you. Loving someone, loving others is not just a convenient way of thinking that you're getting something out of it. Love is more than a convenience. It's a sacrifice. It is a, it is out of the pure will of your heart to love someone, not just unconditionally, but effectively. Everyone in this room has had someone that has hurt them, has misused them, has misguided them. And the Lord calls us to love those people. Not to give full reign of them in our life, but to not have the, the, the purpose of loving others is to not have bitterness in your heart. The goal to love others is also ultimately for you to not become stale in your soul. Because that's what happens when you don't love others. You become stale, stagnant, and void. So that's why Jesus calls us to love God and to love others. If you don't love God, you can't truly love people. If you don't love Christ fully the way you're supposed to, you can't truly love other people. There's a lot of people in this world that think they're loving someone, but really they're not loving someone if they don't know the love of God. There's a lot of people in this world who are loving out of a place of convenience. Like I said, convenience 
and out of their own selfish will. But the way God looks at love is a lot deeper than that. God has always used his relationship with us and with others like a marriage. When you sign, when you sign that covenant, when you make that covenant under God and others to marry someone, it's sealed. It seals the deal. A covenant is very, very important. And a lot of us don't like covenants. I said this a while back. I said we treated covenants like contracts. The moment that it doesn't convenient us, we sign it and we leave. That's what happens. We call, I call it a convenient covenant, but a relationship with God and a relationship with others is just like marriage. You have to learn to make that sacrifice. You're not going to, you're not going to like that person every day, but to love someone comes from a deeper root than just a feeling. See, some people believe love is just a biochemical reaction in your body. Like you just have the feeling to love. And that's not always the case. Sometimes love is not a feeling. Sometimes love is not a biochemical reaction in your body. A lot of the times you choose love over feeling love. That's what God is telling us in this passage. He's saying to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself, which also means, in translation, it means that for you to love someone, you love yourself. You would love someone as if you would want to be loved. Or if you would want to treat someone the way you would want to be treated. That's the whole purpose of this passage is you loving God and loving people. It's very, very simple. But my challenge for you this year in 2024 is to love God and love people. Yeah, well, I have dreams and I have this and I have that. You are to love God and love people. Well, you don't understand the mistakes that I make. You don't understand the stuff that I go through. You are to love God and to love people. Period. You are to love the Father and also love others. We make it so complicated to the point where it's like, I have to, I have to prove myself to God. No, you just got to love God. Because He loved you first, you just have to love Him back. Why I have to prove myself to people? To some people, yeah, because people are that messed up that you need to prove yourself to people. But you are just called to love, not to prove. Loving God and loving others should be your ultimate goal this year. Because we live in a generation and in a world where people do not care about other people. There is a lot of people, maybe there's someone that you know, maybe there's somebody in this room that has a stale heart of loving people, has a stale heart of loving someone because you have not been properly loved. But I'm telling you right now, if you would learn to show, to see the love of God in your life, to experience the love of God in your life, you will most definitely love people. You will most definitely love people. There are, there have been people, students, leaders, People in all of my life that I have not enjoyed being around with, whether by annoyance, whether by wounds, whether by whatever. But the main purpose of what I have learned through Jesus, not just people, Jesus, is to love them there as I would want to be loved there. Like you have to ask yourself that question. If you see someone struggling, haven't you struggled one time? Haven't you been in a pit in your life? So why would you see somebody else's pit and go, whoa, I don't like that? 
Whoa, I don't hang out with that. But you were in that pit one time, and people probably judged you. So the mission of loving your neighbor as you would be loved is that I'm going to love this person just as how I would want it. The Bible says it's better, there's a bigger benefit to give than there is to receive. So if you're not truly being loved by other people, let me encourage you. To love God and to learn to love yourself is the key to loving people. It is the ultimate key to loving people. Jesus made a lot of stuff very simple in the New Testament. When he came to this earth, he created a principle that did not make sense. He made principles that did not make sense. He told you to forgive someone who wronged you. He told you to pray and bless your enemies. He called you to do and told you to do a plethora of things that culture tells you you shouldn't do. Culture teaches you to shine while Jesus calls you to be in your closet with your father and pray to him. Jesus teaches humility while culture teaches pride. So I think this year you need to flip your perspective of how you see your life. Of how you see your life going. You need to do these two things. You love God. You seek him. You read his word. We're about to do prayer and fasting. What a better time to actually do that. Love God. I'm not saying you're not always going to get, per- get, get it perfect. But to those relationships, those physical relationships that you have in your life, the people that you like hanging around with, you will, you will take time out of your day to hang out with this person. Why don't you take out time to hang out with Jesus? How come you don't make the time to hang out with him when you have so many other BFFs in your life that you hang around with? So you need to learn to love God more than anybody else. Then, the second point, you learn to love others as you would want to be loved or treated. That means making a hard decision in the name of love of Jesus. You have to make that decision this year. 2024 is a whole nother beast to tackle. Every year it seems like it's getting worse in the world. But as the world gets worse, Scripture says the Spirit of God will advance. So how does that happen? By us loving God and loving others. There's other things. You feed the poor. You you pray for the sick. You do all of these things that the scripture is telling you. But the two ultimate things that Jesus is saying is to love the Lord your God and to love people. That's my challenge for you this year. That's the word for this year for you. Because for some of us, those two those few simple sentences are very impactful to us because some either it doesn't make sense or it's hard to do them in general. But I'm telling you, to love God and to love others is the ingredient to being a true believer. You can, you can give money to the poor all you want. You can, you can do all types of stuff all you want. But without loving God or loving others, none of it makes sense and none of it, everything of, of that is void. None of it matters. But the moment you are loving God and loving others, there is a benefit to that. There is a benefit to that. So you need to learn to love God and love others. And then he says in verse 40, the entire law and all the demands and the prophets are based off of these two commandments. 
Because they always talked about the Ten Commandments to the Pharisees in the, in the Old Testament. But Jesus is saying these only two matter. That's all that matters is those two. So when you go home, when you go back to school, when you go on with your life, you need to remember those two principles that you need to live out of habit. Not just to hear it from more and be like, oh, that was good. That was good. I might use that. No, it needs to be, it needs to be your daily routine. If you are a Christian, as some of you sitting here and you say you are, you need to live by those two things. I'm not saying you're not always going to get it right, but if you're always, if you're always hating people, something's wrong. If you are at least giving a piece of your time out of your day to spend with Jesus, something's wrong. There's an issue. And I believe that God wants to stir you up in your soul and challenge you to love him and to love others the way that he intended it to. You need to live in that mindset now. You need to live in that say That's true Christianity. And that's your word for this year. It's for you to love God and love others. It's that simple. I keep reiterating it because you need to understand to love God and to love others is the most simple and yet most powerful tool you will ever have in your life. So I challenge you and encourage you to do those two things. To live in that place of loving Him and loving others. Because it'll benefit your life. It'll give God glory. And you'll see other people in your life flourish. And you'll see everything in your life come alive because you're living for the one who is. So remember, love the Lord your God and love others. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. Father, I thank you for this word. Lord, we know that it's very simple to say love God and love people, but the action takes a lot more than just the word. So Father, I pray, Lord, as we continue on with tonight and continue on with our year of 2024, I pray, Lord, that we would learn to love you, Lord, that we would learn to seek you, Lord, that loving you is not just a phrase that we're telling you. We're not just affirming you with words, Lord. Let us affirm you with our actions. Let us learn to actually love you, to spend time with you, to pray to you, to worship you in spirit and in truth. I pray, Lord, that we would all continue, Lord, not just to be this, this fast food Christianity, this fake Christianity that we're trying to live. I pray that we would truly be lovers of Jesus and that we would follow you truly and love you truly for the rest of our days. And I pray, Lord, that we would learn to love others the way that you have called us to love others. Lord, not just in a way that's convenient, but Lord, in a way that is un that is not convenient. Lord, to the things of praying for our enemies or forgiving those who have wronged us. I pray, Lord, that this would open our eyes to the reality of what it truly means to be a believer. It's not easy. Lord, it's not, it's not easy at all, but Lord, we know that you are working these things out in our lives so that we can live in, the, in accordance to your word and what you have spoken. Lord, we love you. We thank you that you are teaching us, even in this very moment, to love you and to love others. Now, Father, I thank you for the rest of this night. Lord, I pray that we'll have a fun time together, hang out together, eat some more pizza. And I pray, Lord, that we would continue to do exactly what you have spoken in the scriptures for us to do. 
Lord, we love you and we thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.